Welcome, everybody. I had a dream a couple of days ago. This is Kelly. That, <laughs> uh, this just popped into my head. I had chilled out like all Saturday. I wasn't feeling good at all. And I stayed in my apartment the entire day. And in my dream, Jay-Z had died. And I was waiting a single table and Beyonce was there and she ordered four Coca-Colas. And I wasn't actually the, the the server, but I just decided to take one for the team because, you know, Jay-Z was dead. <laughs> oh, my. And I couldn't. I had to go to two different bars and I couldn't find the Coke and I Coca-Cola, the, the soda. And I can't like I had to pass her table. And she looked at me like, do you, do you have the, the soda? And I was like. Oh, and she gave me the most intense look of disappointment. And I woke up understanding shame. <laughs> oh, my God. To have Beyonce disappointed in you. Yeah. I'm was... so sorry. That happened. <laughs> I thought you were going to end that with like, and then we had sex because this is a episode. No. Dance. <laughs> and then, that would be a better yes. way to end that dream. No, I just. yeah. What an amazing segue to the topic. <laughs> I'm I'm good. Honestly, this topic. So today's topic is one night stands. And I don't know. I'm just like thinking about it. And it's something that I don't have any experience with in terms of like having sex with. uh, Yeah, I'm just I'm just flustered. (laughs) Ah, yes. Interesting topic. Okay, so. It's something that is pretty normalized in our society, which she's like, cool, you know. Um, Can we define it, please? Can you guys define what you, what one night stands mean to you? So, like, yeah. Definition. Okay, yeah. Like a one night stand is someone who you have sex with in my, you know, in my interpretation of it, someone who you have sex with for one night. And that's it. You know, it's like, like a it, one bada bing kind it, of experience. Right. But is it always that you have to meet them the day that you have sex with them? I don't know if I agree with that. I think you have you could have a one night stand with a friend. Really? Yeah. Acquaintance? Yeah. As long as it's only once. That's that's my. Wait, what do you think, Kelly? My, what is it? Is it that you're not in a relationship? I'm confused. My association with it is okay. Some of my the associations I have with one night stands, so that you're yeah you're doing something sexual once. At night. (laughs) 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 Uh, That wasn't a joke. I'm literally just trying to associate. Yeah. Uh, And that you. And yeah, in my head, you like don't talk to them anymore after. And if that's if that's true, then I also haven't really experienced a traditional one night stand. Okay. Should we look up the the proper definition? Yeah, let's do I let's that. do that. I'm gonna look up like the. Some. This is <laughs> our. Oh <my> <laughs> I'm cutting my. You're never. We're never gonna get out of. Okay, ready. But she a sexual care. <laughs> a sexual relationship lasting only one night 
or a single performance of a play or show in a particular place. Okay. What? That's not the definition of one. So definitely not a single performance. <laughs> um, I like that. That's simple and, and that encompasses. Yeah. Life. And then it says a person with whom one has a sexual relationship lasting one night. So in, yeah. to my understanding, you can have a one night stand with someone who you know. But as long as that sexual relationship mm-hmm. never, cause like as soon Whoa, as you do it again, it's a friends with benefits okay. situation. Mm-hmm. But like the one night stand, oh yeah, like we had a one night stand where we're friends now, but like we had this one night stand. That's okay, how I've understood it. Oh. And people who I've known, they've had that experience where it does, it is a one night stand, but they, they've had a relationship before, whether it's friendship or acquaintance or, oh. you know, went to the same school, whatever, whatever that is. Um, but it could be both. I mean, you, it could be with a total stranger and, um, studying sacred sexuality in many different forms. Um, that has been a topic of conversation in my little spiritual world in terms of exchanging sexual energy. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard so I've, I've studied with a lot of different teachers and they all have very differing uh, opinions on this. Some are like, absolutely. You have to be so careful. Like like especially womb carriers, they get imprinted with their lover and they carry all their shit and all their trauma and all that kind of stuff. Other other uh, sacred sexuality teachers I've worked with talk about how there were the sacred priestesses who were the sacred sex workers who would at, like after a war would just kind of be this conduit and like make love with the soldiers coming home. And they never took on any of their shit. They were revered. They were honored and they would bring like the, the people who were in war back home into their bodies and into safety and into like the divine goddess, internal, like eternal embrace um, through their sexual energy. I would like to read books about that. Yeah. Right. And they were, they, yeah. So I, I'm curious what you, what you, both think about like in terms of energy what a one-night stand could bring to you or not bring to you this is something i feel like very recently my i'm i have been godsmacked is that a word gobsmacked no but like godsmacked i like the (laughs) band and they sing like I stand alone. <laughs> that like sounds kind of violent. I've been I've been stretched in my understanding. That sounds kind of, of violent. <laughs> I've been stretched in my understanding of this because I think I'd say if you asked me a few months ago, I would have said, "Oh, I feel pretty good. Like I'm uh, I'm confident in who I'm attracting, and I feel okay about." having like a sexual experience the day that I meet someone, it's taken me a while to get to that point. Um, and now I'm, uh, after my, one of my last experiences that threw me, that was, yeah, it was kind of a, yeah, it was a one night stand. Uh, it threw me in a big way. And that I'm realizing has already changed how I'm approaching like the next, uh, yeah, the next foray. Mm. Mm. What about you, Jalise? Well, Jalise thinks that <laughs> what if I just started speaking in third person? Like, oh my god, I would live for that. I would <laughs> I so <don't>. support that. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, Jalisa is um, feeling <laughs> like <laughs> so. I'm 
I don't know. With one night stands, it's hard because I, I don't feel like I've had one. And maybe I'm, I mean, if, because I know Kelly's situation, like maybe I have because of, no, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've had one. So, and it's, what is the thing that makes you think you don't have one? Didn't have one? Because we like, had physical contact after that although it wasn't like sexual it was like kissing i think mm, yeah but it was still like we we were in communication and we like but we just never like the relationship didn't continue very long after that mm. but i'm trying to think like i usually talk to people afterwards i don't know so well, for yeah, me, that... huh? Go ahead. no i was just saying i think for me i have um I have a lot of reservations around one night stands because I, for a long time, I've identified as demisexual, which means that you can only be attracted to someone after like knowing them intellectually or like something like that. I don't know. I really don't like labels, but, um, I feel like that's probably the closest thing to describe me is like, I can be intellectually attracted to someone. I can be physically attracted to someone. But then when I think about having sex with them, I can recoil in disgust. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so for me, that's quite confusing because I think that even if I felt a, a ton of chemistry, even if I have felt a ton of chemistry with someone, if I try and rush the physical aspects of things, it ruins everything for me. And so mm. I think a one night stand wouldn't really have benefits for someone like me. Um, and so I've never really actualized that. Although have I had the urge to? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just always sort of scared me. And also, I just feel like it wouldn't really work. Um, which I guess that's a really interesting concept. Like, what does work mean? I think I've wanted to for the experience of it, of like having done it, mm -hmm. having, having walked myself through something like that and like sort of given myself up to, to the moment and to the night. <laughs> given myself to the night. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But I am like, I'm really scared of it's really about trusting yourself because for a long time, I didn't really trust myself to know, like, I don't know. I, th I guess the thing that does appeal about a one night stand is like never talking to them. So if you thought really highly of them and like they had really beautiful energy and you decided to do it in that moment, you can just keep it in that moment and never know that like who you fucked was like someone you would never have sex with again. So that's appealing. But for me, I think even if someone's energy doesn't feel off the first time and then it is revealed, like to me, it's the same thing as if you would have slept with them when you knew that they were a shitty person. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? That's really interesting. And I, I am one night stand curious. I mean, not right now because I'm in a beautiful uh, monogamous relationship, but in general, um, in my life, I have been open to the experience. Um, because yeah, in my, in, in my experience, it's like you can meet someone and they can give you everything that you fucking need. And all of these codes, I call them codes, like people transmute stuff to you all the time. Right. And like, sometimes if we have an experience, it could be like someone shooting you a look in a grocery store, or it could be a one night stand and you get everything you need and you don't need to continue that. And a lot of people can confuse like, oh, like I just got something really major from this person. I should keep going with it. And that's not necessarily healthy or good. So, um, yeah, like you can be, you can get everything you need out of one night and it, it doesn't need to be more than that. And like, 
that's all you need from that person. That It's complete after that. And it could be like a karmic thing, or it could be like, there's so many, there's so many mysteries and there's so many things that are unknown about it. Um, which is also why it's scary. And it's like, okay, like what if, you know, what are you taking on and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it, it is about self-trust, Jaleesa. I love that you say that. I, I really love that. That's such a profound reflection about what the kind of like, uh, the, the, the test here is, is knowing like, what are you comfortable with? First of all, um, what are your boundaries? What are your edges? And yeah, in my experience, I, um, I have had one night stand (laughs) and, um, yeah, for me, they didn't, they didn't feel good. I, I actually didn't like it. Um, I, I can relate to what you were saying, Jaleesa, about like, you know, having that connection and needing that connection. And I felt like it was almost something I should have been doing because I was like, I'm in college, like time to go. Mm-hmm. And um, I need a safer container. Like I just, that's just my personality. I just like, at, at least at that point in my life, like I needed, uh, yeah, just more, more of a container. I needed to know who I was talking to. Like I was already feeling like unsure of all things sex. Um, so I just wanted more uh, stability in that. So I didn't resonate with one night stands. And then, yeah, I, I didn't pursue them really. Um, so you never had a good experience. So you'd be like, Oh, I'm glad for that. Even though I wouldn't do it again. I'm, I'm glad for all of my experiences. Um, not to sound douchey, but like, you know, I really am like, there's, that's very real for me. I'm very grateful for every, cause I really feel like it was pretty divinely guided. Like I did get everything I needed out of those people. and. Um, yeah, but I also, after having a sexual experience with someone, I'm so fucking dialed into them. Like I will feel what they're feeling, even if I don't fucking talk to them. And I will just like, they're in my field, And like, I'm really sensitive to that. And I think that's another level of self-trust and self-knowing and self-acceptance because I'm like, I don't really want to be that way. I want to be able to like have an experience and not really take it on. And maybe I can develop that one day. Yeah. Um, but I take people on and I know that about myself. Yeah. I go really deep. Um, not to say that, ca- you know, casual sex isn't deep and it's just energetically, I feel them super strongly. So I'll like know when something's going on in their life and I could text them and be like, Hey, what's up? Are you doing well? And they're not. Um, I just kind of am in tune in that way. But um, Ani does that with yeah. me and we've never touched vaginas yeah (laughs) it's yeah it's just like once I have some sort of like intimacy with you whether it's emotional intimacy like me and Jaleesa have and and uh or like I'm you you've touched my my pussy then I just like I know who you are and I'm like cool like you know why did what's going on with your mother (laughs) I'll just like know these things yeah anyway so it definitely comes with self-responsibility. Um, yeah, I, that's, you know, the one time that I can really think of that's a very clear one night stand was not the move because I also kind of forced myself to do it because I thought I should, Mm, because I'm like, I'm a fun girl. And this is like, you know, well, so much of sexuality for everyone and especially women is about 
being in that space where, where you're thinking like, I do, I want to do this. Does this feel good? Mm -hmm. Do I want to say yes? Do I want to say more? Do I want to say stop? And making those answers to questions quicker and more direct. Like that's, I feel like that's the, the majority of my sexuality, uh, sexual development has been about that space. Um, yeah, I think as I'm just sitting here and listening to both of you talk, like the general topic of dating is just, it's, it is, it's like kind of a minefield. Like mm -hmm. most, like mostly you'll be okay until you're not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I exactly. think until you're really not. And I think I am in a place now where, yeah, having experienced something that like blew me up a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't think that I could have a, um, an attitude of like, oh, I'm going to be more cautious because I don't, I didn't not need to have the experience I just had. I really needed to have that experience. I, in my, yeah, personal belief system, it was something I needed. And I don't think I'm never not going to attract what I need mm. in terms of relationships and growth. And I do think that there's, there's this liminal space that you're in with someone where you can't, no matter how tapped in you are, no matter how psychic you are, no matter how like grounded you are in your own self, you can't know if like something is going to be fully safe. If it feels, mm -hmm. you know, whatever way it feels, you can't actually know um, how it will ultimately play out. And that's, I, that's like earth, like welcome to earth. Yes. yes. Welcome to earth. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that also has me thinking like, what is the level of responsibility with like the other person? Because like, like, you know, when you're, when you're approaching someone in a sexual way and it's like, you know, there has to be really clear communication on that. And I feel like um, there, it, it leaves a lot of room if there's no communication for, um, some major f fucking with your feelings and fucking with other people's feelings. And so there's like also a, a level of responsibility. Um, if, if you have no communication beforehand or, you know, afterwards, I don't know what I'm even trying to say right now, other than like, yeah, like taking someone else into consideration while you're choosing to go this route and like what it can open up for them. Like, you know, if they get blown open by you and they're like, mm. oh, my God, I feel things I haven't felt and all this yeah. stuff. It's like, damn. And is that your responsibility? And like, I no. genuinely, you know, like, I don't know. Well, the thing is, is that you can never truly know why someone's going into a certain situation. You never truly know why someone is having sex with you other than the fact that they're having sex with you or that they want, like, you know, you're assuming that they want to, you're, you're actively engaging in consent knowing that they want to. Um, but they're, they might not even know why they might not even know why they're engaging in yeah. sex the way that they are. And no. I think. The thing about one night stands is I feel like the nature of them is that uncertainty. Like, I think that's the appeal for people is the lack of accountability is the lack of needing to know why you're doing it, how you're doing it. Because, you know, usually when you're in a relationship dynamic and you're going to have sex or start having sex or changing the way you have sex, you have conversations about it. And I feel like if you have a conversation before you have a one night stand, 
then that kind of defeats the purpose, which it shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think also the thing is a lot of people that I've talked to, because I've always been a person who's very selective about who I have sex with. um, When I've talked to people who've had a lot of sex with a lot of people, uh, I'm like, do you enjoy it? You know, is that something that you feel like you have a good experience every time? They're like, no. Um, You know, and this is just the people I've talked to. I'm not saying that people who have a lot of sex can't enjoy it, but I'm like, no, it's not fulfilling. Like, I don't really like it. And I'm like, okay, but then why are you, why do you do it? Um, and I, I can't even think of a clear answer. You know, I can't think of an answer that was memorable or, yeah, I think people, it's mostly just like an unconsciousness. And I don't know, like maybe they're getting swept up in their own hormones. Maybe they're getting swept up in the moment. Maybe they're getting swept up in expectation from the other person or projected expectation. Because if you don't even talk about it, how do you even know that there was an expectation there? And I think, that's something I'm like really ruminating on in my life right now outside of this specific topic, but just in general is like, when do you speak on things? When is it your responsibility to speak up about your feelings and like clue the other person in on what's going on in your head? Um, I think one night stands, right? Like to get to the point where you are taking off your clothes, there is so many steps in between. You know, there's so many points at which you could have a conversation. There are so many points at which you could stop or say no. There are so many points at which you could like, um, you know, I don't know where there can be this moment. There's, there has to be some point of moment of recognition that this is something that you're both doing. Even if it's like the moment that you're both naked, (laughs) there, there's some recognition. So it's like, are people not talking about that? I don't know. Like I want to interview like someone who's had a lot of one night stands and just been like, how many times have you actually said the word? you know, sex or said the word or said the phrase one night stand with someone you're engaging in that with. Yeah. Because yeah. I've like, definitely never said yeah. those words. Exactly. Like, exactly. Even like the word sex, like I don't, I don't know how many people talk or uh, I remember talking about the fact that I always ask people what their status is like with um, STIs or STDs and people are like, oh, I never do that. Not because it's not important to me, but because I just like forget or I just like feel weird or whatever. Um, and so it's just, we're not talking about it. Um, no. I wonder how many people would actually engage in one night stands if they had to talk about them. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. Yeah. That's actually really interesting. Afterwards, anytime. Yeah. And like now we're in a time where there's a whole new awareness of sex, which I'm so grateful for. And all of these amazing conversations around consent and around responsibility and, and sexuality. I mean, it's a huge it is a huge deal to have sex, even if it's casual, like, and, it, and it, you know, like, it's not always like, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a big deal. You're, you're letting someone be, you know, just be very close to your body. And that's, a, that's, you know, a thing. So yeah, um, I have a friend who loves one this night stands. This isn't where you're talking about yourself secretly. <laughs> I kind of wish it was, but, um, no, my friend, she loves one night stands. Like she loves them. She loves, and I, and I've asked her about it. I'm like, so like, tell me about it. Like, you know, what's your experience? And she's like, I just love sex. It fills her cup. And so like, I want to just like bring that to light as well, that there are people who just really thrive off of, uh, sexual experiences, no matter what form it kind of, uh, takes whether it's an intimate partnership or a one night stand or like whatever it's just like she just loves intimacy and sexuality and um to my knowledge she's really like you know responsible with it and like 
communicative and everything. Um, so yeah, there's like, there's all these different spectrums, but I also noticed that like going back to what I said earlier, um, in a lot of spiritual situations, there's no room for that experience. And there, I've noticed that there's like a lot of, uh, not even just like slut shaming, but sex shaming in religion and spirituality. Um, and I just, I think that there are ways that like, there are cases and this is like, yeah, it depends on the person that it either fills you or it merges and like, you know, and probably many other experiences that I haven't even considered yet, but that's been the people I've talked to in myself. Like you're either like totally into it and fills your cup or it kind of drains you a little bit or like just, you know, has this very uh, deep connection. What do you gals you guys think about that? I, I know for me, I don't identify as much with the term casual sex. I don't feel like I've had even, yeah, even the sexual experiences that are more lighthearted, like, and less attached. I'm still fucking someone's soul. Like, I don't ever not lucky someone's how lucky for that (laughs) like it doesn't matter if I'm not I had this experience recently a few months ago when I was actively interested in and if I could experience like a positive sexual attraction like a positive sexual relationship with someone who I wasn't super intellectually into and I did and it was I think it was literally just because I wanted to see if it was possible and it was possible, which was an interesting metaphor for a lot of other things in my life. Mm. Um, but I still, I found myself and I'm remembering Jalisa talking about having an orgasm with someone is that's just something that's bonding and like the neurochemicals. I yeah. just remember coming out of the, the second time I had spent with this person. I didn't, I didn't want to go to dinner. I don't want to talk over food. I don't want to go out. I I literally just want to go over to your house and, and spend time with our bodies. And that was like a new thing for me. But I remember leaving the second time feeling like flustered and, and like, whoa, this, this is like phasing me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't attracted to them beyond the physical space and it's it's more than yeah like how they look or anything it's like the alchemy of our energies together was really beautiful and that was a really interesting experience (laughs) yeah I think to what Ani was saying earlier and also to what you're saying Kelly around like is it just always going to be a spiritual connection I mean I think the only reason we wouldn't want to accept that every time we have sex with someone, there is a spiritual bond is if we didn't want to take accountability for who we're fucking because you can get off without another human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, you know, in theory, it's not that hard to just not have sex with people that you don't, that you wouldn't like, if you wouldn't look into their eyes to me, I like to gauge it. Like if I wouldn't meditate with them after, I don't want to fuck them. (laughs) Um, Meaning like, and to me also, like, even if I sleep with someone, don't sleep next to me. Like I would rather, I would, for me, like the levels of, of spiritual intertwine, intertwining is like 
sex is second to like sleeping next to someone. And I think that's the other thing that's interesting about one night stands is there's a lot of this culture around like, you know, you leave before you sleep in the same bed with them, or maybe you do sleep with them or whatever, sleep in the same bed that night. But the spiritual merging of, of souls or whatever, um, how can you know what soul you're merging if you've only been with them for a certain amount of time? And I think for me as a really perceptive person, I think that I know who I'm dealing with the first time I meet someone because I can feel people's energy. Um, but I think things definitely can be revealed down the line. Um, I don't know. It's so complicated. I feel like every time I say something, I want to go back to a different point or I want to go back to a different idea because it's, to me, it just always goes back to like, why are you choosing to like, as sex, like, why are you choosing sex as the way to, to connect or bond with this person at this time? Why is that the specific thing that you want to do with this connection? Um, can it be something else? And like, if, if sex is a super bonding thing, if it is this like super spiritual connection, like why can't, you know, if, if you're worried about that, or if that's something that you're interested in preserving, like, why not? choose a different way of engaging until you know if that's something that you're willing to do. Um, I don't think that's slut shaming. I don't think that's sex shaming. I think it's literally because I think that's the other thing that's that I have an issue with is like always categorizing sex as penetrative sex, first of all, and second of all, mm-hmm. as like sex with other people. Um, so because if it's about getting off, like there are a million ways to get off. So that don't involve like merging souls <laughs> with someone else. Yeah. Um so why aren't we just doing that? And I honestly am just like asking these questions because I feel like I'm usually more of the thing that Ani was saying around like, you know, we shouldn't be shaming people. We shouldn't da da da. But I think, you know, thinking about the other side of it, it's like, well, why is it so bad to take more consideration with this? Um mm-hmm. with this thing? Like, why is that something? Why is that like what about that is shaming? You know? Yeah, there's a difference between taking things into consideration and like the straight up like shaming that is happening. There is shaming that is happening that are using very harsh words. Totally. And totally of that nature. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I totally hear what you're saying. And I think that there absolutely needs to be more consideration about all of these um, experiences because I mean... That's an interesting point you said, like, we don't want to take accountability for the people we're sleeping with. But sometimes, like, as we've kind of discovered through talking about this, like, you don't even really know if it's a full body yes until maybe you feeling the full body no afterwards. And then that's like, oh, yikes. And then it becomes a one night stand because you realize you didn't really want that to begin with. Um, so there's that piece, too. And yeah, I mean, in, in those situations, like just as we've talked about, I, I have talked about sensitivity before and empathic nature and all of this kind of stuff. And just as in my experience, like, you know, you're sensitive to these things, you're, you're sensitive to picking things up. You're also sensitive to the healings and the clearings that can happen as well. So, so it sometimes feels like, oh my God, I'm going to pick all this shit up. And then like, I don't know, I'm, it's going to be so grueling to get rid of it or it's going to stay in me forever. And I just like, I personally don't agree with that. Um, like, I think if you're sensitive, you're sensitive to, to everything, which is great. Um, and um, 
there are things that you can do to like clear energy out of you. If it's feeling like maybe that wasn't in alignment with you or like, um, yeah, if just like, if, if you did have a one night stand and you just needed to experience intimacy with another human being, like sometimes like that's a valid enough reason to have sex is like to want to just experience intimacy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just like being in that space with someone because we need that as human beings, we need intimacy as human beings. So even if that's like your sole reason, you're like, I just wanted to have sex. Like if you're feeling like you caught, like you got someone's energy and you're feeling like kind of, uh, I call it slimed when it doesn't feel good. You got slimed by someone's energy. It's like you clear it out. You do a little womb clearing or like you take a salt bath or like you do what you need to do. You can have support, ask for support um, from people you love. And there are ways to navigate that. Um, Yeah. I, yeah, I think the, the thing that I'm, and again, this is not because I disagree with Yanni, but more because I'm just trying to push the conversation in interesting directions. Um, yes, I love this. When, yes, yes. when you're saying like, when people are like, Oh, well, I just wanted to have sex. It's like, does that exist? Does it exist to be like, well, I just wanted to have sex? Because I think on one hand, as primal creatures, as, as like mammals and people who procreate, um, that is a thing of like, you know, the, the primal part of it, the, the hormones part of it. But I think if we're not just seeing ourselves as solely animals, as people who, who can control our urges, as people who can direct our energy in the way that we need to, and as people who can, again, fulfill those urges of needing to get off without another human being, like, is it so much to ask for people to be clear about what they, um, what they're needing. And, and I think, yeah, maybe it's that it's just like, if you're having a one night stand or you feel like a situation might be going in a one night stand direction, thinking like, okay, what do I need in this dynamic? Or what do I need to be feeling from this person for it to feel like a yes for me, um, on more than a hormonal level, because I think that's maybe what we're out of tune with. Mm. Interesting. That makes me think of navigating the whole space of, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? And there's so much pressure that once like if you're if you're experiencing something with someone that's escalating there's there's such a like a fine tuning of that escalation and those yeses that are in your body that it took me years to get to the point where I am now where I can I can really especially in the last like year if I'm with someone that I'm vibing with, I don't, it's, it's not like I want to, I've never in movies where people like rip each other's clothes off mm. that whole, I've never experienced that. And I don't feel like that I will ever experience that because I need to make out with someone's energy before I make out with their face mm-hmm. like that. I can't, it, I literally just disassociate if it goes too quickly that is so validating to hear yeah yeah really literally i'm like okay cool i'm not in my body anymore yeah thank you yeah well and like you said jaleesa being comfortable with yourself and trusting yourself and i've gotten to the point now where i trust i trust the desires that i do have and i trust their smallness so okay person i'm attracted to you uh, I don't, I can't see us like going back to your place at this point, but I would like to walk to the park and sit next to you. And then, okay, I'm going to put my head on your shoulder and then like, oh, can we like hug? 
can we hug on the corner of the sidewalk for a while? Like I will, I will say that so Capricorn uh, out, out loud, <laughs> and then, and that like with this particular person, like oh, well, we could keep cuddling back at my place. I was like, hmm, can we just keep standing here for a little bit longer? Mm-hmm. And, like a couple minutes later, I was like, okay, I feel good, sure. And yes, Kelly. Yeah, that and that to at this point now, like I'm very comfortable saying exactly what I want and need and saying like oh I'm not comfortable with that like do you want to do this no um and yeah like all of those things are it's very reflective of my own even if someone else is nervous I feel like it has to do with the work that I've done Mm -hmm. to understand and navigate my sexuality and I have a lot of like trauma in that space most of us do yeah and it's it is on us to figure out how to navigate that because it's really easy if you've experienced trauma to victimize yourself and to go into a passive place. And um, I think it's such, it's like such a precipice to be in that space where you're, you're wobbly and you like come back and like do some, make small steps to protect mm. yourself, make small steps to, advocate for like what you need in that moment and I think for me I know there was a long period of just saying no of of like blocking things because I what my body wasn't ready Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and that is a skill yeah would you be willing to share how old you were when you kind of started to do this practice oh yeah well I just turned 32 I'm I'm the elder of the crew. Uh, I was a very like late bloomer sexually. (sighs) And yeah, I like just trauma colored so much of my early experiences Mm -hmm. um, in terms of how I was inhabiting my body, which was I wasn't feeling a whole lot. Uh, (sighs) Yeah, I think. My last partnership helped a lot. The directness there was, it had to be really, really, really clear because I was experiencing like full energetic kind of panic attack like experiences during sex consistently with my partner. And it wasn't, it was because I was releasing a lot in a really safe place. Mm. Um, but I think, I don't know, it's not one thing, but it is. It is about understanding how to read what you want Mm -hmm. and how to ask for what you need Mm -hmm. in a moment. And I think that is, it's like, it takes, it definitely takes confidence to make small moves. But to me, to me, it's like, oh, do we want this to progress? Do I want to keep spending time with you? I need to see what this feels like to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Ugh, Kelly, take yeah, me to church. <laughs> um, it's been a while. I can't believe we've been talking about this for 40 minutes because this time has flown. I feel like I could talk about this forever. Like there's just so many factors. And I think it's fascinating that we can sit here and talk about this for so long. And in this time, someone would have met someone, had a one night stand and left and be sleeping. Like, oh my God. You know, these things happen so fast quickly so quickly 
And we just like, we just, you know, I think what Kelly's saying where she's like taking time, being in her body and asking Mm -hmm. her body and herself how she feels is such a big takeaway from this episode for me. And I hope for people who um, are listening as well, because, you know, even though this is a practice that I do try to, um, to do, I think sometimes it, it does trip me up of being swept in the moment. I mean, there's so much pressure sexually in our society to like, you know, be, be empowered and be this and be that. And we've, we've been taught that being empowered and being this and that is just saying yes to everything and being okay with it. Um, when in reality, like being empowered means like tapping into your body and saying no and how much vulnerability yeah. and honesty and like integrity and, and just like, it takes a lot of, it takes balls to be able to be like, yeah. I'm in a sexual situation yeah. and I'm going to like back out at this point. Um, and, and not feel, sh- and like, you know, deal with any shame that comes up and be willing to deal with it and face it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like we could definitely do a part two on this episode. Um, yeah. but yeah, any last yeah. thoughts, gals? Yeah, I I think, you know, as with everything else that we've discussed in this podcast, this is a way to deepen your connection with yourself. It's a way to, um, it's a really potent practice. Like Kelly, your words are so inspiring to, again, just tune into those subtle sensations in your body and listen to them. Um, And the only way to do that is to really feel in. Um, So like you were saying, Jaleesa, like just feeling in. Um, and that's just so empowering and a ticket to not only one night stands, but every facet of your fucking life. Um, so cheers to that. And yeah. Yeah. Power. Yeah. I feel like also being able to remove yourself from the situation is really helpful for those moments because I think it's, it can be really hard to feel into your own body when someone's watching you and waiting for your response. So like being like, Hey, actually, um, I'm like just being like, I need to go to the bathroom and sitting with yourself in the bathroom for a second, or Mm -hmm. I need to take a walk or, um, I'm actually going to go or whatever that might mean for you. I do so many bathroom meditations. I've done tapping in the bathroom during a date before. Um, I've talked Mm -hmm. to my guides in the bathroom during a date before. Um, and it, it really is just like being committed to yourself over any pressure that you're receiving from anyone else that you prioritize. Yeah what is coming up for you um, and not just letting yourself get swept away because I think getting swept away can be really beautiful, but it also can be intentional. It should be intentional. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Not, not feeling like you're being pulled in without your, without your bearings. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I wanted to just also address really quickly the fact that we are so conditioned to also be people pleasers that this practice is really hard. Um, yes, definitely. Because Something it, we're also working on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of the times I'm like, wait a minute, am I, you know, I really, I have to, I have had to cultivate a body scanning practice because I'm like, I am, su- I have been in my life, such a people pleaser um, to the point where it's like led me in dangerous situations because I'm like, I don't want to be rude <laughs> or like, mm, you know, I don't want to make mm-hmm. them feel bad. Yeah. Um, so in, in, in sexual situations, I'm like, yeah, I don't want them to feel bad, but so I'll just like give you my body, you know? Um, <laughs> no big deal. Especially, yeah. Especially, especially in my youth. So especially like, you know, if you're, if you're cultivating these practices and you're just starting them, like doing a body scan, like literally feeling for the subtle sensations and those, that's the essence of, mm-hmm. of Tantra as well as like l- feeling into those 
subtle, subtle sensations and listening to your body's wisdom because your body is so fucking wise. And like, sometimes it wants to be fucked and it wants to be fucked one night and that's it. And sometimes it doesn't. Um, and so that's, that's like the deepening with yourself. And that's so beautiful. And to like know thyself is so powerful. Um, and it, and it eases that relationship with people pleasing and with, with all of that other stuff. So yes. Mm, Amazing. Oni. Thank you for that. Girls, this was a phenomenal episode. Lisa, I love your brain. Kelly, I love your experiences. Like, this is just like so beautiful. Thank you. It is. Thank, Thank you, you all for this. listening. Um, yes. Go out, and, go out and get some, whether that's with the person or with yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And feel free to to contact us on social media. We have an Instagram page, so you could DM us if you don't feel like putting it in public comments. But we love mm-hmm. to hear what you have to say. We love to interact with you. If there are episodes that you want us to do, if this if this episode sparked a big question for you and you want us to do an episode on it, um, feel free to. You can also email us at funbutheavy at gmail dot com because we have an email because we're business gals. Um, do business. But um, share this episode with people, talk about it um, and start having these conversations because I feel like we just don't talk about it enough. Yes. All righty. All right. So long, everybody. This has been another episode of fun. But heavy. (laughs) Beautiful. So long, everyone. Goodbye.